process, tax can be a complex area. And I've been doing tax for over 20 years and I still find some aspects blurry at the very least. This is the Taxplainer micro podcast series where together with our experts, we'll be discussing all things tax, covering everything from employment tax, indirect taxes, R&D, ESG, and corporate tax. I'm Aaron Tomer, and I'm your host for this series. With me today, I have Tanya Dimitrovich, who's a director in our corporate tax team, and we'll be talking about corporate criminal offence. Tanya, CCO has been with us for a little while now. It's a bit of a mouthful. So what's new and how can businesses be upping their game from a compliance and reporting perspective? Yep. So next month, we'll be saying happy sixth birthday to the snappily titled Corporate Criminal Offences of the Failure to Prevent the Criminal Facilitation of Tax Evasion, also known as CCO. These apply to all UK companies and partnerships, irrespective of size or business sector. And the intention of these offences is to hold companies liable for the actions of those acting on their behalf, should they knowingly and deliberately facilitate tax evasion. For example, imagine an employee of a company were to agree with a supplier that the company would pay them in cash and get a discount, because in that case the supplier wouldn't charge them VAT on the supply where VAT should in fact have been charged. In this scenario, the supplier is evading tax by failing to charge VAT. The employee is then helping them, and the company failed to stop it happening. The only defence against a CCO failure is that the company can demonstrate it had reasonable procedures in place at the time to prevent the criminal facilitation of tax evasion from taking place. HMRC has provided some guidance as to what these procedures could look like in the form of six guiding principles, albeit we're yet to see how these are interpreted by the courts. These six procedures are top-level commitment, appropriate due diligence, proportionality of risk-based prevention measures, undertaking a risk assessment, monitoring and review, and then communication and training. We are increasingly seeing questions from HMRC and other parties on CCO. For example, it often comes up as part of a diligence or a procurement process, meaning it's even more important to be aware of. Thanks, Tanya. Nice job in explaining CCO so clearly. And if I've got this right, CCO applies to all businesses, large and small, and it's there to hold businesses to account where they or their employees aid tax evasion. And the only mitigation is where you can demonstrate you've put enough procedures and policies in place to monitor and prevent it. So get your CCO compliance house in order before HMRC come a-knocking, basically. It's been great having you on the show, Tanya. Please tune in again soon for the next episode of The Taxplainer. If you found this interesting or useful, join us on our new digital platform, KPMG Private Enterprise Beyond, to find out more. Here you'll find a wealth of exclusive tax-related articles and videos from both our tax team and wider industry experts. You can even join our tax leaders community to continue the conversation and connect with tax professionals across the country. Go to www.kpmgbeyond.co.uk to sign up if you haven't done so already. And I hope to see you over there.